keeping you in touch with the community and bringing you the music you want to hear. This is 96.5 Inner FM. We do it for community. We do it because we care. We do it because we're rotary. And rotary is everywhere. We work because it's needed. We're on it every day. We want to make the world a better place. So Rotary's here to stay. Rotary is community. Rotary is care. Rotary comes Australia. Rotary's everywhere. People motivated. Working every day. To make our world a better place. That's Rosary's today. To make our world a better place. That's Rosary's today. Welcome to Rotary in Action, an hour of news, announcements and information about Rotary matters in the cities of Banyul, Darabin, Manningham and several others. Rotary in Action, covering the activities of many Rotary clubs in our listening area. Rotary in Action, broadcast every Tuesday at 4pm every week of the year since July 4, 1995. Hello, my name's Jill Weeks and I'm a proud member of the Rotary Club of Hawthorne. It's Tuesday, December the 8th and this is program number 1064. I am delighted to announce I have a co-presenter today, a co-presenter and a guest, Ian Risley. Welcome, Ian. Uh, thank you, Jill. Good day. It's delightful for you to be here, and, and you're here for a very special reason, which we will chat about shortly. But yes, it's because you invited me. <laughs> thank you very much, but uh, you're going to assume a very important role soon, and uh, I think um, you know, you're one of the, I guess, the, you know, the top weights in, in Rotary, because you will be looking after how many million people? Oh, there's 1.2 million members, so that's, uh, that's a few. And yes, I'll be president in, in 2017-18. Excellent. So you're going to be my very big boss, so I'll have to be on my best, best um, behaviour today. Well, good luck with that. <laughs> okay. But first, we need to get the, time sta- uh, sorry, the program started. Uh, the time is four minutes past four. You're listening to 96.5 Inner FM. Mm. 
Hi, I'm Bev Brock and I'm a Rotarian. I guess I've always enjoyed giving back. Now, with Rotary, I can continue to give back. And with Rotary, I get a lot back too. Once a week, groups of people like you and me get together and help others at home and around the world. You know, it feels good to do some good. Rotary is quite simply humanity in motion. Visit Rotary at rotaryaustralia.org.au and join the conversation. Now, you might be interested in this, Ian. You do need something to entertain yourself or the family or friends next Sunday. Well, why not head down to the Lower Eltham Park and take the kids on a train ride around the Diamond Valley Miniature Railway. While you're there, don't forget to grab a sausage or two or three at the Rotary Club of Eltham's barbecue that operates every Sunday between 11am and 2pm. All proceeds from the barbecue go towards Rotary Club of Eltham's many local and international projects. Some of the club's local projects include sponsoring young people to attend camps and exchanges and supporting disadvantaged kids to finish their school the Diamond Valley Miniature Railway and Barbecue is located on Main Road, Eltham, 250 metres east of the Fitzsimons Lane roundabout. This has been another community service announcement for 96.5 Inner FM. Not all superheroes wear capes. Most wear jeans or sweaters or suits, just like ordinary people, because that's what they are. They are the 1.2 million members of Rotary. Men and women whose superpowers are the capacity to care and the desire to make the world better. So the next time you need a superhero, don't look in the sky, look in the mirror. Learn more at rotary.org. Rotary, humanity in motion. The time is six minutes past four. My special guest and co-presenter today on Rotary in Action. Today, December the 8th, is Ian Risley, who is actually from the Rotary Club of... Sandringham, and, and just reassure me here, Jill, that's inaction is two words, isn't it? <laughs> that's all I need, a, a comedian, my big boss here, you yeah. know, like, you know, what am I going to do? Yeah, in action. In action, yeah. And, and I was really interested to hear Bev Brock on that last little uh, segment you had, um, Rotarian Bev Brock. Prior to that, of course, the the uh, jingle, the the sing, if you like, that you play at the start is by Rotarian Mike Brady, who spoke to the Rotary Institute here in Melbourne a couple of weeks ago. So uh, there's some pretty high-profile Rotarians we've got around there's, here. There's some pretty high-profile Rotarians, and, and there's some people we don't really know, but I know that they all pull together and uh, do some magnificent work. Indeed, they do. Do so. Let's uh, we'll have a little listen to a song in in one moment, and then we'll come back and have a, a bit more of a chat because it'd be lovely to hear some more from you. Sure. Hmm. At the end of the day, some you win, some you don't. So I'm glad that I'm here with some friends that I know. Always there with a smile, saying you're not alone. Singing la, 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 quesada. At the end of the day, some you win, some 
care what the world say We spread love, it's the only way So you gotta be strong, strong Live by the words of the song, song Together is where we belong, belong Never stop dreaming, keep holding on Happy end of the day Some you win, some you don't So I'm glad that I'm here with some friends So I'm glad that I'm here with some friends that I know Always there with a smile saying you're not alone Singing la 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 que sera At the end of the day Welcome back. You're listening to Rotary in Action. Uh, this is the uh, program that's been going for a long, long, long time. And my special guest and co-host today, at the time is 10 minutes past four, is Ian Risley from the Rotary Club of Sandringham, who is about, well, we should say about in a couple of years' time, to become the international president of Rotary, looking after about 1.2 million uh, people. That's, I think that's around about 33,000 clubs, isn't it, Ian? Yeah, something like that. Something yep. like that, yeah. Mm-hmm. So... How long have you been in Rotary? I joined in 1978, and uh, yes, thank you, Jill, I was very young. And um, <laughs> it came about because I was invited to speak at uh, a Rotary club, uh, in fact, in Cheltenham in our district, and I spoke on the fascinating subject of current developments in income tax. Oh, yeah, that's a sellout one, I bet. Uh, absolutely, <laughs> it was uh, standing ovation stuff. <laughs> and after which, it seemed to go all right, they stayed awake, more or less. And uh, about two weeks later, one of the fellows who I knew there said they're starting up a new club in Sandringham, right next door. Would I be interested? And uh, I have to say, I thought they were nice people. And I sort of waited up and I talked to my wife about it, as of course you would, Jill. And uh, she was supportive, said we need to broaden our, our area of uh, uh, friendship beyond accountants, which is hard to imagine, I know. But there well, you, go. you know, I'm not saying anything about brown right. cardigans and patched <laughs> elbows. But, Given that you're married to one, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be in a lot of trouble at home too. <laughs> Indeed. So that was back in 1978. Oh. And so we actually chartered, started the club in November 1978 with, I think it was 26 members. 
It's amazing. And, and, you, and, and, you know, it's like you liked it so much you bought the company, so to speak. Or well, it took a little longer than that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's uh, one of those things where you like to get involved, and the first thing our family did outside our immediate club was to host some uh, youth exchange students. Oh. And that was terrific fun. We had people in our family as guests for around about um, eight or ten weeks at a time from oh, a dozen countries around the world, which was terrific fun, good for our children when they were growing up, uh, gave them a, a more international perspective. And at the end of that, I actually joined the District Youth Exchange Committee because mm. uh, I guess I was a captive at that stage mm. and then became chairman of that. And uh, that, again, it's it's a lot of hard work, but it's very worthwhile, very rewarding. Oh, that's great. And you mentioned your, your love affair of um, income tax or helping people. So I, I, I'm thinking that... <laughs> the two aren't necessarily <laughs> related, Jill, I've got to tell you. Death and taxes, yeah. yeah. I, I, was, I was thinking perhaps, um, you know, obviously you're not in the medical field or you're not a plumber or anything like that. It's obviously an accountant and, uh, you know, you've, you've gone on and, and, and done very well within your business. Oh, I've got a little uh, accounting practice down in Blackrock. And uh, my brother works with me, and these days he basically runs the show. I go in most days and sit in a desk in the corner and do rotary stuff. Mm -hmm. And my brother Dallas does the vast majority of the of the work, and there's a couple of people offside as well. And um, and that sort of works really well. And he's allowed you to sort of put your hand up to be Rotary International President Indeed. and uh, see you jet off around the world, I would imagine. Indeed, again. <laughs> and so what are some of the, the great pro uh, projects you've been involved uh, in with your club? Oh, countless number. I mean, that's, um, let's face it, it's been a long time since mm -hmm. 1978. So we've done lots of really interesting things. We used to have, um, and this is going back quite a way now, we used to have preview nights to all of the big shows when they came to Melbourne. Mm. Uh, they would, uh, the producers of these shows would do a number of rehearsals, and then the last one, after the dress rehearsal, but before they go public, uh, they used to allow us to buy tickets to, so we would take the whole theatre, and we would uh, sell tickets at a little less than normal price, and we made money out of it, and uh, everyone enjoyed it, so we did. I remember the first one was Cats, so yeah. that's going back quite a way. And oh, so many shows. It was just terrific. We did that for about, for about 10 years until I think the producers started to realize that if we were doing it, we could make money out of it, so could they. <laughs> and so we don't do it anymore. But uh, that was a great fundraiser. We had all sorts of really good projects. Uh, uh, now they, uh, they, I say they because I'm hardly ever there, do a uh, involved in a farmers market with the Rotary Club of Hampton, and there's just they have a barbecue trailer, one of the more elaborate barbecue trailers you could ever see. So when folks think that all Rotarians do is sizzle sausages, <laughs> well, we're one of the reasons why they say that because this uh, uh, this barbecue trailer sponsored by a well-known community bank. Uh, which is on one side and the the Rotary logo is on the other and we, we take that to all sorts of places and provide that sort of service. I, I think every club needs that because there's nothing worse than running around like who's got the you know the, the gloves or the tongs or the whatever. And, uh, oh, know. we still have that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I hope you've trademarked, um, you know, the, or, you know, uh, patented the whole, whole thing. Right. You know. You're out of gas. <laughs> what? Yeah, that sort of stuff. No, that yeah. never happens in community organisations. Of course not. No, no, never. So, and... Um, 
I, I suppose the you know becoming a uh, worldwide president just doesn't happen. You put your hand up from um, your club and say, "Oh, look, that looks like a, a good good gig. I'll, I'll um, you know I'll, I'll aim for that." Not quite. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a series of steps you have to have first, and you have to become district governor of your district, which I did in 1999-2000, and that was a, a wonderful experience. I really enjoyed that, as did my wife, Juliet. And how many clubs? It would be 60 clubs, 50 uh, clubs? 52 50, at that yeah, stage, yeah. yeah. And that's it's an administrative role, but you have to go around and visit all the clubs and beat the drums, so to speak, and inspire and all that sort of <laughs> stuff. And it was wonderful fun. You meet so many nice people from right around the world, and now some of the people I was on the Rotary International board with, or the trustees, were my classmates from 1999-2000, so we we keep on stumbling across each other all around the world, which is really good. So it's, it's, you know, a worldwide network, I suppose, of of people, and, uh, you know, it's a great way of meeting people. It's it's wonderful. You, as I I say to people often, that uh, if you think you have too many friends, you're an unusual person, (laughs) but if that is the case, Rotary isn't for you because you absolutely uh, end up meeting lots of lovely people. Yeah, and there's there's always someone to talk to, and you can go to any club in the world and do what we call a make-up, you know, sort of turn yes. up and say, hey, I'm, I'm in the Rotary Club of, in your case, Sandringham. Yep. I'm here. Um, you know, I'd, I'd like to uh, have, have a, you know, a chat and uh, come and have a, a meal and, yes. and listen to your guest speaker and see what some amazing projects. And they're all extremely welcoming. I, I could tell you a story about uh, our current president of Rotary International, who's from Sri Lanka. His name is uh, uh, K.R. or Ravi Ravindran. And, and he was in Germany a couple of months ago, and the hotel they were staying at had a Rotary Club meeting. And his wife found it, he said, you really should go to that Rotary Club. <laughs> and he said, no, no, no I'm, I'm off duty, I don't want to do it. Yes, yes, off you go. So he got dressed and off he went, and <laughs> knocked on the door, in they go. It's very prestigious, extremely prestigious in, in Germany. The president came out and said, oh, it's boring, you wouldn't want to be here today. It's, <laughs> it's all in German, and besides, the district governor's here. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> That's um, what you'd call a little faux pas. A slight faux pas, yes. <laughs> a slight faux pas. Yes. We're going to come back and talk to Ian in a minute. Um, let's listen to some other um, advertisements. What can you do as a member of Rotary? You can eradicate polio. You can promote peace. You can feed the hungry. You can help children do better in school. Whether it's helping to eliminate a dreaded disease, volunteering at a food bank, or equipping a school library, Rotary is people who know that by working together, you can do anything. Learn more at rotary.org. Rotary. Humanity in motion. I'm Justin Langer for the Salvation Army. Over 5 million Australians aged over 25 do not have a will. Some say they haven't thought about it. Others say they can't be bothered. Don't put it off because a will can protect your hard-earned assets and your family. You may wish to consider putting the Salvos in your will so they can help more Australians in crisis. Get a free information pack from the Salvos by calling 1-800-337-082. That's 1-800-337-082. Local charity organisation Diamond Valley Community Support opened its first stop shop at 44 Aberdeen Road, McLeod in December 2012. Conveniently located in the McLeod shops between the butcher and the florist and a short walk from McLeod Station, the shop has already attracted considerable interest from the surrounding area. The shop is big and bright and has a large range of clothing, books, music and household items. 
If you would like to donate, volunteer, or just grab a bargain, come on down. Funds generated from the shop go to support the programs and services of Diamond Valley Community Support, including general information, tax help, counselling, emergency relief, and legal advice. Opening hours are Monday to Friday, 9.30 to 4.30, Saturday, 9.30 to 1. For inquiries, contact 94358282 or visit the website at dvsupport.org.au. Diamond Valley Community Support, another community group member of 96.5 Inner FM. Well, the time is 20 minutes past four. Um, we're listening to the Rotary in Action Hour. It's 96.5 Inner FM, of course. My special guest today and co-host is Ian Risley from the Rotary Club of Sandringham, who in a couple of years, I'm sure it's going to go very quickly, is going to be the Rotary International President, um, sort of the leader of 1.2 million people who do a lot for the community. And talking about doing a lot for the community, the Rotary Club of Hawthorne, is going to invite 250 people to lunch, Ian. Christmas lunch. Not bad, is it? Wonderful. S- Sunday the 20th of December at Camberwell High School. Now, people might like to donate items or they might actually like to um, go and roll their sleeves up and help um, 250 um, socially isolated people have lunch. And there's lots you can do. For example... There will be kilos and kilos of turkeys to carve. There will be hundreds and, well, maybe even thousands of potatoes, you never know, that will be peeled, so you all have to roll up and get the peeler in action. Music's going to be supplied by the Campbell Girls Grammar um, Band, Light and Sound by Campbell High School students. Uh, Local cafes donate tea and coffee. Uh, People come from care homes, community homes, and even people just living by themselves who, you know, perhaps don't get the chance to celebrate, uh, you know, or have have a Christmas lunch with their you know the you know multitude of other people are going to be there. Sounds more, terrific. It's, it's a wonderful day, and there's going to be more than 68 volunteers. Now, if anyone would like to uh, help out or know more about this wonderful uh, event on Sunday, the 20th of December, lunchtime at Campbell High School, uh, Prospect Hill Road, Campbell, please contact Noel Halford on 0419-018-901. That's Noel Halford 0419. Zero one eight nine zero one, and uh, I think it, can you get a repetitive um, potato peeling? Or <laughs> <laughs> well, you wonder RPI, your thumb, your RPI, whether your, your thumb sort of keeps going on on after one. You mm. sort of in, in a lot of lot of trouble there. But uh, we were we were talking before about some of the uh, funny, uh, wonderful, amusing um, anecdotes, I suppose, that you've come across in in your time. Um, do you what what do you really do you know what's the job description or what do you think you'll do maybe i th- i have a feeling you might um jazz it up a bit or do do some other as other president things, you right? mean as as yeah. worldwide president of rotary well, well, it reminds me that last week someone said and this person's going to be world president <laughs> i thought i'd better tell mr obama or something about this because uh, <laughs> in fact it's rotary international president uh, oh there's um some of it is is administrative. Um, I have to chair the board meeting, that kind of thing. Uh, we'll travel a lot, talk to people, encourage them to do all the wonderful work that they keep on doing all right around the world, um, and come up with a few ideas of ways maybe we can do things differently and more exciting. Mm. And uh, no, I won't tell you anything about it. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so do you think you'll be visiting, you know, fifty countries, a hundred countries? Or? Yeah, somewhere between those two number, I would think. Yeah. Um, there's a, been a bit of a tendency sometimes for presidents to go to the same sort of places. I asked the staff in in our secretariat at Evanston, which is a suburb of Chicago, I asked them for a schedule of where 
presidents and president-elects have been since the turn of the century, 2001. Yep. And uh, there's some places that haven't been visited, and I can understand why maybe the Democratic Republic of Congo or mm. something like that isn't high on the list of visits. But I noticed with great interest that no president had visited... Uh, Finland for about eight years. Oh, really? So that we've got to rectify that. Finland will be on the list. And there'll be lots and lots of places. They have institutes all over the place. We do a schedule of uh, who goes to, to those, either the president or the president-elect. Mm. And there's uh, we do about 14 each a year. And, uh, yeah, there's lots of things to do. And will you be dropping back, because you'll be based in in, at, in Chicago. Yeah, yeah they, they give us a, a condominium, a condo, as they call it. A condo? Yeah, and there's, uh, there's oh, two the of them. by the lake? Maybe by the lake. Or well, it, uh, yeah. it has uh, lake views, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because the place, the, the head office of Rotary, is uh, in, as I say, the delightful university suburb of Evanston. It's a university suburb because the, the famous university, Northwestern, mm. is in Evanston, so they're the, they're the big presence there. But we have an 18-storey building, and it looks out from one side out over the lake. Oh, so fantastic. it looks glorious in summer, and it's fascinating in winter when you see it a frozen Ice, lake. Iced over, yeah. Mm. I was watching a documentary the other, other weekend about you know Chicago and real estate and all those things, and I thought, wow, that looks like an absolutely fascinating place. It's a really interesting city. Before I got involved in Rotary, I wouldn't have really given Chicago much of a thought because, mm. I don't know, maybe it's... We think of Al Capone, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> but it's a really interesting city, yeah, really. Uh, yeah. And the art is wonderful. The buildings, the Art Deco buildings are sensational. And it's it really a worth a visit. a vibrant city and perhaps yeah. a little bit like Melbourne, perhaps. Uh, it's a bit more active than active, Melbourne, yeah. I've got to yeah. say. Well, it's, it's a bit bigger, though, isn't it? Uh, it is a, a little larger. The, yeah. the traffic's even worse. <laughs> but that's fine because our condo is literally 200 metres around the corner from the office. Yeah. So there isn't a lot of uh, driving we have to do. No, no, that, that's good. Well, I think it's time to play some music and I'd like to play uh, Jetty Road, which is a, a great band and they, they're named after the Jetty Road in Nungurna, which is right near Meetung. And they, uh, two of the three in the band grew up there. So I will, I will have a, a play of, of their latest CD, which is Hearts on Fire. And before you do, yes. can I tell the folks listening that when you hear the humming, it is not me. Okay. <laughs> mm, there's so many people in this booth, aren't there? <laughs> okay, let's listen. And we'll just give it a bit of a nudge. La da 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 da. <laughs>
and that was Jetty Road. And Jetty Road, uh, they have three members in the band, and as I said before, they're named after Jetty Road in Nunguna, where two of the uh, band members grew up. And um, absolutely fascinating. Aren't they terrific? It's just sort of a boppy sort of song. Very bright, yeah. You feel quite good, and um, if you ever, ever you know, have a chance to see them, they are absolutely wonderful. So it's Lee Bowman, Paula Bowman, and Julian Summit. And, uh, you know, they've got lots of awards from the Tamworth Country Music Festival. Right. On and on, on they've gone. But they're one of those bands you think, oh, gee, you know, they're so good, I'll, I'll buy the CD. And you saw them at a Taste of Tamworth. In Taste of Tamworth Phillip in Phillip Island, Island would mm. you believe, at the RSL. And uh, it's one of those concerts, you know, that goes on and on and on. And you <laughs> think, this is fantastic. You know, some places they'd be sort of booting you out the door yeah. after half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't let them off the stage. They wouldn't let them off the stage. That's terrific. Ab- absolutely fantastic. Mm. And uh, I just should let you know that um, something very exciting is coming on at 5 o'clock. You may like to listen to while you're driving home. Indeed. And that is the wonderful Bob Clavin and Joanne the Elephant Lady as she knows and you might get to see Joanne the Elephant Lady a little bit long but they're on after the news and weather at 5pm always entertaining never boring play some music you sing along the car it's just something that uh, you know we all, all, all like to hear that's Bob Clavin and Joanne after the news and weather at 5pm why does Joanne have that interesting nickname oh well you'll, you'll see it you'll oh, well, see it okay. you'll see it oh, it's something to do with she, she, some people collect owls or buttons huh? or magnets or Right. I think Joanne might collect elephants. Elephants? Not, not, not the really big ones. But I've seen Bob. He doesn't look anything like an elephant. <laughs> no, he does not. No. <laughs> so it's 28 minutes to 5. My special guest today on Rotary in Action on 96.5 Inner FM is Ian Risley. And Ian's about to become the Rotary International President. And uh, it's a great thrill to be uh, the co-host here today. And I, I'm very pleased you came because um, it was looking a little bit dodgy because you're a bit of an athlete out in the golf course, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I didn't realise that golf was a contact sport, but uh, I, had, I don't play very often. And I love it, but uh, but time being what it is, and one of my it is a rotary story because one of my past history governor friends is now resident down in Mount Gambier, and he had a friend down there whose whose lifelong desire was to play at the club of which I'm a member, and so we arranged it um, uh, a fortnight ago today, and I was just walking between the first green and the second tee up a slight slope and bang the knee went uh, yeah. and and so I've had a, a modest uh, arthroscopy on the knee yeah. last Friday uh, Friday week ago so um, yes I'm hobbling well, I, I thought it might have been golf rage or something. Yeah. You know, I thought there could have been sticks or swings or, <laughs> or something. Right. And, and being reasonably tall, I yeah. think that someone you know that's quite small would have got the kneecaps. Putters so. at three paces. Right, right. putters yeah. at three paces and, uh, you know, a bit of golf rage. But, uh, you know, uh, that's good. I guess golf is also another social sport that, you know, some Rotarians play or you can actually do, uh, which yeah. is a great thing. And I, I, I think that... Uh, that golf is a natural fit for Rotarians because it's one of those sports where ethics forms a basic part of its structure. You call a, a, a shot on yourself if the ball moves even though no one else sees it. You have to call it on yourself. And Rotarians take a very ethical stance on things, so I can see it being a natural fit. Mm, there's trust, I think. Yep, that's you exactly. Know, Rotary, you know, you wouldn't not trust anyone in your club. That, that's the thing. And you, you certainly would hope not. No. <laughs> you certainly would hope not. We were talking about before about you know how you become Rotary International President. Not that I'm looking for any career track in that. In that <laughs> but there may be people say, oh look, that's nice. He's going to um, head up an organisation that has 1.2 million members, around 33,000 clubs right around the world, doing fantastic 
fantastic things, such as eradicating polio, which we might talk about a little bit later on. So mm. what, what are some of the other steps or the hoops that you had to go through? Okay, well, once you're a club president, and I was, the, I was very young as a club president, uh, uh, the third president in our club, and that was a, quite an experience for a fellow who was, I think, 33 or something at the time. And there's uh, all the commercial movers and shakers in the city of Sandringham and um, a little old practicing accountant who hasn't been going for all that long. So it was both daunting and, and fun at the same time and, and very enriching. So then I became... I did a uh, group study exchange team leadership role in 1997. And just to explain that's where um, members of the community can put their hand up and say I think it's age between 25 and 40 isn't it? Yeah, yeah roughly basically. Yeah. And um, you know so you could be a nurse, a policeman an engineer, whatever you are yeah, and you say look I'd like to go on a study exchange overseas Rotary supports you, you go and stay in, and it's decided it could be Germany or Africa or America yeah. or wherever and then they have one Rotarian as a leader. Yep that's right it's changed a little bit since those days yeah but that's exactly how it was yeah. back then and I led a team to Boston in mm. Massachusetts in 1997 which was a, again a wonderful experience with four young people yes yes it was yeah, five weeks yeah. and you get at the end of it it's it's hard work it's just going constantly all the time and uh, people are funny they they come up and they'll say hello um, and then expect you to lead the conversation <laughs> and say, oh, well, hi, how are you? Um, yeah, where are you from? Boston? Oh, how interesting. Yeah. <laughs> and on you go. Uh, so it becomes a little bit uh, wearing after a while, but it's yeah. a great experience. It's then. probably the Aussie, Aussie you know, demeanour, I suppose, that we just, friendly people go up and chat and they think, oh, yep. here comes an Aussie, they know how to chat. Yeah, and probably so. But these, these people, um, the, 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 the applicants or the successful applicants that go on a group study exchange, they will actually go around um, areas or institutional or organisation or businesses that are related to them. So, for example, say you're a nurse, you'd probably go to um, hospitals or medical yeah. clinics or something aligned with that. And you keep rotating or keep going around, yes, don't you? That's true, although now the emphasis in these teams is more on the vocational yes. element. So that yes. if you, they would normally put together a team all of the same or similar vocations. So mm. they would send a, well, an example from our friends in District 9800 was to sp send some uh, experts in midwifery up to uh, Timor Lest mm. to uh, assist the locals in upgrading their, their standards, etc. And uh, then the Timor Lest people send down a couple down here and they train here. Mm. So that that's more or less how it works. Yeah. It's a wonderful experience. It's hard work. Yeah. So you, you've sort of been to America. You've had that experience. You're going to be based in Chicago soon. Mm. What else did you do? You're a president and then a yeah. district okay. governor. And, and then after Grips of the Exchange, I became district governor, as I mentioned, in 1999-2000. And the next uh, thing you can do in terms of steps towards the eventual role, not that that was what I was doing at the time, was to stand for uh, uh, being a director of Rotary International. There are 17 of them from around the world and uh, it was sort of our turn in, our, in Australia to put our hand up and I thought, well, it's as good a time as any. This is for... 2006 to 2008 and uh, lo and behold I, I got the gig which was terrific yeah. and so I spent uh, two years as a director, the second of which I was treasurer of Rotary International mm -hmm. so that was great fun. I'm uh, glad they put you in uh, charge of the money. Well uh, <laughs> the the president the year I was treasurer was a fellow called Wilf Wilkinson from Canada and uh, he's also a chartered accountant oh, that's so good. he got 
all the folks together one at a time and asked them what they'd like to do. And when it was my turn, he said, I'm not going to ask you what you're going to do. I want you to be treasurer. Okay, Wolf, whatever you say. Yeah, that so was a wonderful good. experience. And yeah. then from then, you decided to put your hand up? No, uh, then um, I was on the finance committee of Rotary International for four years and then became a trustee of the Rotary Foundation, and we can talk more about that mm. later. And that was for four years, and at the end of which um, I became uh, chairman of the committee that's organising our convention next June in Seoul, mm. Korea. And uh, then it came time to choose the next president so I put my hand up for that oh well done that's well good done. fun good fun now you mentioned your wife before yes, but um, your wife is, is got, had a very active role in Rotary she's actually been a district governor as she well. has she was a, a charter member of the Rotary Club in fact charter president of the Rotary Club of Hampton when it was formed in 1990 something yeah, yeah. and uh, she became district governor in 2011-12 so yes uh, our daughter also named Jill uh, she said to us once that uh, Rotary's taken over our life. Uh, she calls it Rotorama, and, and it's uh, a bit strong, but we, we are heavily involved. Well, yeah. I think it's fabulous that two people have put so much into it and, uh, you know, obviously created a lot of projects and made a lot of people happy and made a difference in the world. Hmm. Let's uh, have a few announcements, and we'll be back very shortly. Excellent. From rock to nostalgia, Melbourne's biggest musical variety, 96.5 Inner FM. Hi, this is Judith Dime from The Seekers, inviting you to enjoy the beautiful music here on Inner FM. This close. After immunizing more than 2 billion children, Rotary Club members are this close to wiping polio from the face of the earth. But we need your help. Thanks to an historic matching grant from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, every dollar Rotary raises will work twice as hard to protect children against polio forever. This is an opportunity to end polio now. Visit rotary.org slash end polio. Rotary. Humanity in motion. And we've just listening to a few announcements there. Um, the time is 20 to 5. I think we'll just have one more song from Jetty Road, if that's all right, Ian, because I think they're, they're quite an exciting. They're terrific. And this is a, their brand new album out, and it's called Hearts on Fire. So we will listen to their uh, next track, and it's called A Little Bit of Something. So let's have a, a listen to them. <laughs> Do 
and that was Jetty Road and uh, great to hear Jetty Road again that was a little bit of something and uh, of course as I said they're named after Jetty Road in Nungurna near Meetung for anyone that's that's been down there and hands up those who know where Nungurna is there's <laughs> not too many of them there's not many houses down there but it's sort of one of those secrets so we won't you know sort of go on about it too much we'll whisper shall we'll we whisper we, we will and uh, just to repeat uh, the wonderful Bob Clavin and Joanne the Elephant Lady are on after five so that's always a really interesting uh, thing to, to hear about as well and also I've just been handed a sheet of paper to say we have some internet listeners and they've been tracked to Philadelphia in the USA Philadelphia Philadelphia how about wow. that have you been there uh, yes but only yeah. extremely briefly oh, okay Germany which we were talking about Germany and how yep. it's an honour to be in Rotary in yes, Germany. Yes, it is. As so whoever's everywhere. listening is obviously honoured. Yeah, well, thank you very much for listening. And uh, we have interstate, uh, well, one, inter- oh, I should say one, but several interstate people listening in Perth and uh, people listening in Mount Waverley. So thank you so much. It's really great. That, Why are they uh, listening on the internet in Mount Waverley? Why don't they tune into 96.5? Well, you know, maybe it's, you know, you're sort of listening at the computer and you think, well, oh, okay. you know, I'll do this. And Good that. idea. Yeah. But as we know, it's a bit warm today. Actually, there's a maximum of 33. There's a humidity, possible storm. Tomorrow, Wednesday, a maximum of 24, thank goodness, and it's going to be cloudy. Whereas Thursday, maximum 22, minimum 13. We go on to Friday, possible shower, maximum 22, much cooler overnight, which is 13, which is much nicer. Saturday, 12th of December, and that's a very important day for some people who might be having a birthday. Part cloudy, a maximum of 19. Anyone in particular you wish to mention? Oh, I'll just get the mirror. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sunday. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Sunday, uh, where are we? Uh, maximum of 27, partly cloudy. And Monday, we're going up a little bit higher than that, and it's going to be partly cloudy and a maximum of 28. So, yeah, warm days ahead. Not well, surprising. it is summer. It is summer. We can't do much about that no, as well. We were talking about, um, you know, uh, your role as uh, international um, rotary president, which is coming up, you know, it'll, I'm sure the days will go very, very quickly. Yes, they're stampeding past now. And Rotary International Presidents usually say, I'm going to call the theme Lender Hand, uh, Rotary Shines, one of those types of things. Uh-huh. And then they also have um, some pet projects or things that they push, I suppose, or should we call market, um, some wonderful things. So, uh, can you can you spill the beans? Or nope. you, what, why not? No, no, well, a <laughs> <laughs> couple of reasons. Um, first of all, the President-elect at the moment, a fellow called John Germ from Chattanooga, Tennessee, he hasn't um, announced his priorities yet, so it's it's a bit presumptuous to, yeah. for some young lad on the other side of the world to start spreading what he's going to be doing 12 months later. later yeah. uh, and plus the fact that, frankly, uh, I have a 537 or whatever it is district governors from around the world who will be gathering in San Diego in a bit over a year's time to talk about the year that they're going to be governor and I'm going to be president. And so I want to share it with them before I broadcast it. So, well, that's that's fair enough. But can you give us any clues at all? Or, um, you know, like this, you know, sort of continue to push literacy or uh, the, polio. The or six areas of focus will uh, of the Rotary Foundation will, of course, continue to be pushed. But our biggest project and one that's getting closer and closer every day is the eradication of polio. Uh, I'm privileged to be a vice chair of the International Polio Plus Committee and the work that people put in right around the world, the money they raise, the money they spend on this is astonishing. One of the stings you mentioned earlier uh, talked about the match we have with the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Mm. They have been very generous to Rotary over the last decade or so. Uh, Delightful people, I have to say, both of them, and uh, dedicated to doing good in the world. 
and they now are giving us uh, $2 for every dollar we spend up to $35 million of ours, which therefore is $70 million of theirs in US dollar terms, which we spend on polio eradication every year. That, that's incredibly generous, and I, I'm really not sure that you know the, the public or non-Rotarians, shall I say that, are aware of their generosity because it is, it is really quite something. It is. Uh, they've got a lot of interest in all sorts of things. Uh, Melinda is very interested in maternal and child health, so we're working out ways we can maybe partner with them on on some of that issue as well and uh, bill is right into a lot of things but in particular immunization Mm. and health and and polio you know some people say oh look that's an old disease or it's no longer around but it it, you know you probably know the statistics better than i do of of, you know how prevalent it was until rotary came along indeed uh, it all started in well no polio has been around for a long time yeah but in 1979 uh, we had a a rotary foundation project which immunized six and a half million children in the philippines and proved that it was possible to eradicate the disease of polio from a particular country. And so once that went through its proving stage, we thought, oh, here's a chance here, maybe there's something we can actually do. And so in uh, 1985, when there were about a 1,000 cases of polio a day around mm. the world... That's incredible, isn't 350, it? 350,000 mm. cases or thereabouts a year, uh, we started this project, have received uh, input now for the last 20 years or so from the World Health Organization, from UNICEF, from the US Centers for Disease Control, and of course a lot of funding from Bill and Melinda Gates as well. So it's now to the stage where this this calendar year, I haven't had this week's figures, but we're around about 60 cases for the year. Mm. That's a lot better than 350,000. Oh, yes. And of course, I'm of the advanced age of 68, so when I was at school, I, I remember kids who came back from from holiday with calipers because mm. they contracted polio um, when in primary school. And it's it, it was prevalent everywhere. Yeah. And so the fact that it's now down to two countries, uh, Afghanistan and Pakistan, is is a terrific achievement. And we have a, a uh, an image called This Close, where various people hold up their thumb and forefinger and it's getting closer and closer. Well, we're getting tired of there being a gap, so we, we really want to glue those two fingers yeah. together. Do the pincer grip, you know. That's like the one. <laughs> that's it, it's gone. I, talking of polio, um, I've got an elderly cousin who grew up in um, the Wimmera and contracted polio, yeah. and, uh, you know, the, the, the effort the whole family went to, they had long train trips, you know, from the Wimmera down to Melbourne, yep. and then um, there was trips up to the uh, Royal Children's Hospital, and they had, you know, one of those, oh, I suppose it was one of those bed cane wa- wheelchair type things, and his yep. mother used to push it from Spencer Street Station oh, all gosh. the way up to the Royal Children's Hospital. Still walks with a tiny limp these days, but, you know, like the whole community got together and it was, you know, sometimes you think, oh, well, look, it's, it was something overseas. Well, no, it was definitely here. Absolutely was. And, you know, they closed uh, swimming pools out of fear of contracting mm. and how it was transmitted, all sorts of things. Yeah, yeah. and so, you know, it, like I, I'm sure a lot of people listening would, would you know, have similar tales of people that they, they know know of or what they actually went through. So to yeah. be doing that in, you know, countries perhaps that don't have the facilities we have in Australia is, yes, is a wonderful thing. Uh, well, uh, if one ever goes up to the Melbourne Museum, just up in Carlton there, they have a feature on polio and there is a, an iron lung there. Mm-hmm. which uh, I think my recollection is a young girl stayed in for years, literally mm-hmm. years. I remember it had uh, Essendon Football Club on the side of it. Well, that's sensible. <laughs> uh, really? <laughs> um, and 
these young people were doomed, if you like, to spending much of their lives having breathing assisted for them. Yeah. And it's, it's a terrible thing. And you see people who have malformed limbs and all of that sort of stuff. Well, you know, that, that's, that's the thing. And, of course, if you're in a country that where, you know, um, you can't work, um, there's no social yeah, no services, social security. No. Um, it, incredibly difficult. So I would imagine that that's going to be a priority in your year. Oh, yes. Uh, we will, every single Rotary leader will keep on pursuing that until mm. it's... It's been a, a massive effort by Rotary, and it's you know it's one of those things where you think, well, you know, gosh, what a, what an effort, but it, it, it slowly is going down. Oh, it's rapidly going down now, which is terrific. It's yeah. uh, took a, a we got to about uh, maybe say ninety nine percent done relatively quickly in sort of 15 years or so. The last 1% has been slow uh, because every last drop is, is hard to get to. But it's it's looking much better now. Mm. And so we're optimistic that maybe 2016 we'll see the last case of polio. Oh, wouldn't but that it requires, be It'll be wonderful. Yeah. But it requires a lot of uh, a lot of continuous work. And yeah. of course every year, I had to sound like an accountant here, Jill. <laughs> every year... You can't take them away, can you? <laughs> you cannot. It's a bit the boy out of the bush stuff. Yeah. Uh, that uh, the eradication of polio is delayed, it costs the governments of the world about one and a half billion US mm. dollars because that's the cost of immunising, etc., that you wouldn't have to do if it wasn't there anymore. Yeah, so yeah. it even makes economic sense. Uh, but it's, it's a fantastic, um, yeah, I, I guess, effort by everyone in Rotary um, having a go, but also getting the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and, yep. and the people themselves involved, yes. you know, really gives you, you a lift and you can say, well, you know, if you can do that, what else could we attack? You know, what yep. else could we, we have a go? go I'm sure there'll be something after this, whatever it is. Well, you never know. You don't. What is Rotary? We're a network of people like you. In fact, we're the original social network. More than one million of us live just about everywhere you can think of. And we mean everywhere. We get together to exchange ideas, grow our businesses, and make new friends. We volunteer to help our own communities or someone else's. We're right around the corner. Come join us. The name is Rotary. Rotary International. You're welcome. Good morning. Good morning. We've talked the whole night through. Good morning. Good morning to you. Start your day with breakfast on 96.5 Inner FM. Enjoy the wild breakfast till bedtime. Your local community radio station, 96.5 Inner FM. Hi, this is Keith Potker from The Seekers, and you're listening to the special sound of Inner FM. Bring out all the love you hide, and oh, what a change there'd be. The world would see a new Georgie girl. The listening couldn't be better on Tuesday evenings on Inner FM. At 7, join Kevin, Marie and Max as they go on stage with all the latest theatre news. Then at 8, Jerry and Janet go downtown with all the latest on what's happening around Melbourne. They're followed at 9 by Rob Morrison, who presents musical theatre melodies through till 11. Great entertainment every Tuesday evening, right here on 96.5 Inner FM. There's a great range of fashion ideas to explore at Warringal Shopping Centre. From J. Lan, Autograph and Miller's Fashion Club to Payless Shoes and Aussie Socks. If it's quality jewellery you're after, take a look at the range at Warringal Jewellers and Java Jewellery. It's sure to delight. 
Situated in the heart of Heidelberg Central on the corner of Burgundy Street and Rosanna Road, Warringal Shopping Centre offers fully undercover parking and over 40 shops including Aldi, Coles and Dimmies and is home and proud sponsor of 96.5 Inner FM. Well, I'm very sad to say that our time is nearly up. My co-host Ian Risley from the Rotary Club of Sandringham, who's going to be Rotary International President uh, 2017-18. That will be wonderful. Thank you for being my guest today. Absolute pleasure, Jill. Good and uh, in your year, you've got, you've got a wonderful convention that people from all around the world go to. I know last year in Sydney, it was held in Sydney, and 19,000 attendees turned up, really rocked the city, and mm-hmm. the government were very nice to them and gave them free travel. Awesome. Yes, good people. But in your year, it's going to be in... Uh, Toronto. Yeah. Yes, but the, the uh, current Rotary year, we'll have our convention next May, June in Seoul, Korea. Then the following year in Atlanta, Georgia, and yes, in 2018, it will be in Toronto. Mm. It'll be fun. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure have, having you along, and I, I just suspect—I just suspect—in your year, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yep. Um, a, a lot of things happening. We didn't actually find out any of your pet projects, but stay tuned. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And, and we didn't find out the theme. Like everyone, you know, has has a particular theme. So we're going to be listening to uh, Kerry Lewenkamp um, uh, very shortly to take us out from the program today, and uh, we will be listening to him very shortly. He's a wonderful um, guitarist um, from. Hobart and he often actually plays around Salamanca Place so we'll have a listen listen to him and we'll come back in just a little minute Goodbye from program 1064 of Rotary in Action. Next week, December 15, the host of Rotary in Action will be Greg King from the Rotary Club of Doncaster. Kerry Lewinkamp playing some beautiful music. Listen, please, for Bob Clavin and the wonderful Joanne, the Elephant Lady, coming up. Goodbye from me, Jill Weeks from the Rotary Club of Hawthorne, and this program has been another example of Rotary in Action.